Yeah. Oh, FAQ tonight. How big is ESCOM's problem really? George Glenos, the head of research at ETM Analytics. It's not really ESCOM's problem. How big is our problem with ESCOM, George? No, it's a, it's a colossal problem, this, um, and, and it's one that uh, as, a, as taxpayers we we haven't come close to realizing yet. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of debt that's uh, quite simply unsustainable. And uh, given that uh, the biggest shareholder to Eskom is indeed government, uh, government is going to be the one that's going to have to stump up the money. Um, the only other way around it would be to go the route of privatisation, but it looks like uh, government is hell-bent on not going that route. I mean, the number I saw today is Eskom says it needs to raise 250 billion rand. That is how yeah. much of gross domestic product, how, mu- how big a proportion of the economy do we have to spend in order to not fix ESCOM, just to keep it going? Yes, I mean, that 200, you know, just, just some background numbers for you here, Bruce. Um, so ESCOM's interest on debt. So we're just talking about interest on debt, not repaying debt and not talking about operational expenditure, but interest on debt stands at $45 billion per year. Uh, the cash generated by operations is around about 27, last I checked. Maybe it's gone up slightly since the tariff increases, call it 28 billion per year. So, so there's quite a substantial shortfall there, but that's just, uh, so, so you need to plug that hole, uh, which is, uh, the better part of, of, uh, uh, 20-odd billion that you need to plug. So that's, that's just uh, to, to cover the interest on debt. Then you've got to cover the operational expenditure over and above that. So, so we're not talking about shrinking the debt pile by $250 billion to make uh, ESCOM a, a going concern. Uh, they're doing it so that they can reduce the, the interest portion on that debt. To give you a, a, an idea of, of the size of that, that means that if that $250 billion had to roll up onto the government balance sheet, it would take South Africa's debt-to-GDP upwards uh, by approximately 5%. So if you're talking about a GDP figure just under the, the or around about the 5 trillion rand mark, the 250 billion would make up 5% of that. So it's a colossal amount of money, um, and and it's it's one that uh, ultimately taxpayers are going to have to are going to have to to foot that bill, um, and that's going to come about uh, through through uh, raising of, of the tax burden in order to fund uh, the interest on that debt that will now fall onto government's income statement as opposed to ESCOM's. And our debt-to-GDP ratio, these are technical terms, but basically the nation's debt versus what it earns already is sitting north of 60%, and ratings agencies have flagged this as a primary concern. You add another 5% to that, and that's uh, junk guaranteed. Thank you very much for playing. Yeah, so um, so so the sixty percent is where uh, national treasury expects uh, the debt pile to peak. That's assuming, of course, that they can implement uh, some fiscal consolidation, which they haven't been able to do up until now. And the load shedding, ironically, earlier this year has shaved a little bit more of of the, the GDP number, making that um, debt pile likely to rise further still. Uh, so, so now the debt pile, if you had to take that $250 billion and roll it up onto the government balance sheet, would indeed push us up to 65%. But, but there's, there's more to it than that. So it's not just about Eskom. Remember, there are a number of other states and companies yeah. that are 
that are also defunct and uh, whose debt at some point in time might also need to be rolled up onto the government balance sheet. So, so um, here we need to be probably talking about levels closer to around the 67, possibly 68% debt to GDP as, as a peak number. And that comes dangerously close to levels which the IMF flags as being um, a, a little bit troubling. Uh, so, you know, it's against that backdrop that I think some of us, uh, certainly myself, found the Moody's decision not to downplay South Africa to sound quite puzzling because if they were mm. looking at the similar sort of fiscal numbers that I'm looking at, um, quite honestly, I, if it were me, I would have already put us down to jump. That's why we're glad you're not at Moody's. George Genos, the head of research at ETM Analytics, thank you very much indeed. Sobering stats from George.